What is up, everyone? Join us in our quest towards being top-level communicators. Welcome to the Guide to Awesomeness podcast, powered by Coldwell Banker Ronan Realty and produced by Twisted Spur Media Solutions. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another awesome episode of Guide to Awesomeness. I am joined today by Pat Warren, Patricia Warren. She has been in the mortgage financing industry for over 25 years, mostly in the new Tecumseh and surrounding area, so around the area that uh, our brokerage services. She prides herself in ensuring that her clients receive the best mortgage advice, helping them make the best possible decisions. She understands the fact that every situation is different, and she knows that she has to be willing to work with her clients in every possible way in order to make sure that they get the help that they deserve. Thank you for joining me today, Pat. Oh, hi, Jonah. Thank you for having me. Uh, Yes, I'm uh, Pat Warren, and I've been working in this industry for over 25 years. I love my job, and I love helping my clients uh, achieve their dreams. And how exactly did you get into uh, the mortgage sort of financial industry? Originally, I worked with RBC, and I was a mortgage manager at one of the branches, and I was approached by a new pilot project that was starting that was primarily doing mortgage specialists outside of the branch area. It was very exciting and also very scary. I can tell you that because no one knew about what a mortgage specialist was. It was unheard of in the banking industry at that time. And you work with uh, sort of a different level and a selection of, you know, you've got your lenders and banks and B lenders and all this kind of other stuff, correct? Yes, exactly. So I previously was with RBC as a mortgage specialist. Um, In the last four years, I've been a broker with Dominion Lending. There's such a huge array of lenders out there that are available that, you know, you don't get in the bank industry. So there's different situations for everyone. You can't put everyone in one house or in one basket. And this gives me the diversity of being able to finance all types of different situations. And how has the marketing changed? Like, how is it over the years of you being in this industry? How have you seen, you know, the mar- the way you market your business changed? Yeah. So as the initial RBC pilot, it was uncommon for banks to make house calls. Uh, So it was kind of awkward and it took a while to get out there. Basically, it would be uh, newspaper advertising, knocking on doors, uh, dropping off flyers and everything door to door. And then as as time progressed, things changed. As a broker, I use billboards, I use newspapers, Facebook, um, all different types of networking. But my most important networking portion is working with previous clients, realtors. I have a huge database of people because I've been doing this for, for quite a while. I say this all the time in these episodes in the podcast that, you know, we hear the same sort of messaging. And I think it, it obviously holds true to the fact of what works, right? You mentioned, you know, some of the some of the more, I guess, old school style of marketing, which which we still see works. There's no issues against that. But, you know, you you start to see that changes are happening and you're you're looking into obviously seeing, you know, using avenues that are working. But that referral is huge. It's probably the biggest part of your network and your industry. And I think it's the same with a lot of companies. They have to realize, you know, leveraging your referral network is huge. I find it's the majority of my business. I have loyal uh, customers from previous. Um, They're like my family. A lot of them will constantly come back to me uh, and also refer a lot of friends. And I have a lot of realtors that I've worked with too. So yes, I do love the Facebook and all the other marketing, but I find that for me in particular, I use the old fashioned system. (laughs) 
Because it's tried and true, right? There's never been anything that says that it doesn't work because it's proven to work. That's true. Yes. And that's why we have uh, emails and lists and, you know, to keep everyone updated with what's happening in this marketplace, especially in the last nine months with all the ups and downs of the financing and, you know, real estate and everything. So it's very important that people are up to date. Of course, 100%. And what do you find most effective in helping you build those new relationships with new clients that, you know, hey, may, may have seen your billboard or seen an ad or seen, got an email from, a, you know, from somebody that says, hey, you should reach out to them. How do you start that relationship and how do you build it to where it needs to be? Uh, well, I find that being knowledgeable and being honest with, especially with people that you've never met before is really important. Uh, when I speak to uh, new clients, I ask a lot of questions just to get to know, you know, how much do they know about mortgage financing? Also, I ask them if they've been approved elsewhere. I'd like to paint a picture before I just start, you know, giving them numbers or advice. A lot of times I find that Different options haven't been brought up and there might be different possibilities for different situations. But the one thing that I do love is that, you know, it really feels good when someone says, I'm really glad that so-and-so referred me to you um, because then I feel that I've, you know, probably done a little bit more and they feel comfortable with me. Making them comfortable is really important in building that relationship. Definitely. And I think, again, like you said, the idea of, you know, that that positive feedback of hearing that somebody said, hey, they love their work and they let their friends know, let their family know, it shows obviously the the value that you put forward and then realizing that you need to really fully understand your clients in order to best service them. You have to, you know, almost almost in that sense of what we talked about before, having a bit of empathy and, and the process of knowing, you know, asking the right questions and, and listening to what they have to say to be able to better understand and better service your clients. I absolutely agree. A lot of times it's listening to them, listening to what they where they want to be today, tomorrow, down the road, understanding their financial situation, and also looking outside of the black and white scenarios, because sometimes there's a lot of gray area that has to be touched. And, and I call it, there's no black and white deal. There's no, yeah, you're approved, no problem, right? So you have to look at everything and you have to understand them in order to be able to put together a few ideas and then let them choose, you know, what is best for them. Like I, it's not right for anyone to make a choice for someone to say, here, sign this. I just like to build that rapport with them so that they're comfortable and that I'm sure that they are also receiving um, the proper advice and that they have good choices to make. And I think it shows in your clientele knowing that you're, you're providing a service like this, that that's where that's where it matters. And that's where you stand out from the rest of the, the world in, in, within the industry. That's, that's how I feel. Yes. That's what I take pride in. And what would you say is the most commonly asked question or the most, most common situation that you find and the, the most meaningful or valuable information you provide? Well, honestly, the most common question that I get is what is your interest rate? <laughs> and I mean, yes, interest rates are very important. Um, but I ask them, you know, well, what interest rate have you been offered? And sometimes they are taken aback by that. And I, I'm honest with them. I say, well, if you tell me you've received a you know, fantastic rate and I can't match it or beat it, I'll tell you up front. And then that kind of breaks the ice. It makes feel, people feel a bit more comfortable. Uh, a lot of times when we get into that conversation, a rate isn't really what matters. It's what mortgage product fits that person best, um, not only today, but down the road as well. Like there's things to consider, like, you know, how many years that mortgage is going to be over, uh, you know, what kind of penalties there are to break that mortgage. 
can you transfer that mortgage from one house to another? Because if you can't, that penalty is huge. Um, so there's a lot of factors. And once we've kind of had the real discussion of what they really need, sometimes rate is important, but sometimes it's not exactly on the top of the important factors. It's kind of like the same thing with any with a product or service, right? It's not it's not just about the bottom line price. Obviously, that comes into account. But when you have so many options available to you, whether it's, you know, you're going to a mechanic to you're you're looking at buying a, a car or you're looking to, you know, purchase a new new shirt, right? There's so many options and, and things out there that you need to obviously take into account, not only what you need and what you're looking for, but then once you're past that point, then you start to see, okay, breaking it down based on the, the bottom line value. Yeah. My dad always said, you get what you pay for. <laughs> and it kind exactly. of, uh, you know, it kind of fits almost in every single situation. So you have to be careful sometimes, you know, getting that little bit of a better rate up front hurts you down the road. And one of my best examples of that is that I had a customer who wanted to refinance their home and they were locked into a mortgage where they couldn't do that unless they, the term was over and they were in a bad situation. So sometimes you have to understand what you're signing up for because in that case, if they were able to break that mortgage, they would have been in a much better financial situation. You know, It's kind of sad when people don't understand what they're signing for when they're just looking at rate. And I think you know, the idea, the fact that you ask at the beginning, you know, do you have something already in place or have you already, you know, gotten a, a better rate or anything like that? Because it's it's similar to the idea of, you know, walking into a, a job interview and them asking, well, what do you want to be paid? Well, what do you think I'm worth? It kind of turns it back on them to to provide the information to you so that that way you can better serve them. Exactly. Yes, I agree. And how do you find yourself sort of maintaining the the focus and interest within your clients? I mean, personally, I feel, you know, that the the concepts of a mortgage can kind of be not necessarily boring and mundane, but sort of that that level of just a lot of numbers and a lot of words that are a little bit more challenging for folk, for most people to understand and concepts that, you know, not everybody thinks about. How do you keep that interest? Well, honestly, I never thought of mortgage financing as being boring or mundane. Um, I always try to engage with my clients, uh, find out about them, see where they want to be today, three years down the road, uh, five years down the road, and what their life goals are. All this helps to uh, helps me to determine different possible financing options for my clients. It gets uh, gives me a chance to read them and understand them better and to help them you know, to give them choices that maybe they weren't aware that they had. A lot of clients don't understand the process of mortgage financing. And honestly, with all the different rules and regulations in the industries, and you have your A banks, which are like your banks and your mono banks that only deal with mortgages, then you have your B lenders that deal with people that don't have the greatest credit score, or maybe not enough of a down payment or don't qualify. Uh, you have your private lenders. So when I'm talking to these people, I'm engaging with them, finding about their life, finding about their family. It's kind of like they're part of my family so that I can understand them better. And, you know, honestly, everything that we speak about is really important to them as it is important to me. So there really isn't a dry moment or uh, I don't find it boring. I actually find it exciting to help people out and they find it exciting, especially when they realize, you know, sometimes that they could borrow for more uh, than they expected to. And the, it, the cost is a lot less than rent. So I, I just try to engage with them and try to understand them better. 
you make it personable. And I think, I think that's, that's really what, uh, what's again, what we've talked about before, you know, kind of sets you apart as you really dive into what it is they're looking for and, and really make it about them. Absolutely. It's really important that they feel comfortable with the whole process. Um, a lot of times people will leave um, other lenders, uh, I've been told, and they're not even sure, you know, if they qualify for anything, where because I've been doing this for a long time, I can kind of give them a, yeah, you're good to go, or, well, okay, there's a little bit of issues here, so let me find out a little bit about this. Um, but if there's any questions that they have that I can't answer, I always let them know that, you know, let me find out that answer for you. And then we can discuss it further, that sort of thing. But yes, they're, they're my family. I really do feel that all my clients are my family. Honesty and trust are two very important factors in creating lasting relationships with clients. How important are they to you? And how do you go about making sure that they're being expressed clearly to your clients? So communication is the key with any um, conversation. And anytime that I have a conversation with the client, I try to make sure that they understand what we're talking about. And if there's anything that's a little bit confusing, uh, then I kind of go over that over and over. But honesty and trust, it's a hard thing because you may be thinking that you're relaying something to a customer or a client purchasers and they may misunderstand what you're saying and read it a little bit differently. So anytime that I have a conversation with a client that is not over an email, I do follow up with an email going over the entire conversation. And if there's anything that seemed to be a little bit confusing, I focus on that just to ensure that they understand that portion of the conversation. Especially first-time buyers or people that have not purchased a home in a long time. A lot of these younger people mid-aged people, sometimes they'll go to their family, friends for advice. And there's been so many changes in rules and regulations over the years that they may be told something by that person and then confuse it with what you've been telling them. So that's why I feel that in order to keep that honesty and trust level up and up, uh, basically, I follow up with emails and I, I, just, I tell people, like, if you don't understand, let me know. If you have other questions, let me know. I just want to make sure that everyone is on the same page so that when it comes to signing off on the final paperwork, that there isn't someone that's really upset about something for no reason at all, like just because it was a mis miscommunication. So honesty and trust is huge in my in my industry and in the way that I deal with my clients, for sure. It's, it's multiple touch points, like you said, right? Sending them those emails, following up, making sure that everybody understands being clear as, uh, to the best that you can and making sure that you're, you're asking and following up to make sure that everybody understands the process. Yes. And a lot of times the, the question can come up two or three times and it's the same question over again. You do your job and you're great at it. I do my job and I'm great at it. I, I hope that I'm great at it. But these other people that are in different industries, you know, some of them have never had to deal with financing before. So it can be very confusing. I find that a lot of people will ask the same question five or six times before they totally understand it. And there can be confusion over that. And sometimes if you don't address it and you don't look after it at the end, they feel that you haven't been honest with them. But it's not true. It's just a misunderstanding. So everyone understands things in a different way. I've learned this a long time ago that you kind of have to understand how a person thinks uh, or how they read things in order to be able to explain it to them. Because you can explain the same thing to two 
different people, but they may both read it differently. So I feel that that's the biggest part of honesty and trust. I think it's clear communication and making sure that both people are on the same level of understanding what has been told or given to them, truthfully. And it matches to a, a motto that I always live by is the idea that communication creates understanding. If we can communicate every possible way that we, we need to, it'll create a better understanding for everyone to know what's going on. Absolutely. I agree. Before we go, I have three questions that I would like to ask you. They're a bit of more of a surprise questions. So what is something you do or use to ensure that you are always striving to work productively? Well, every morning when I wake up, and honestly, even before I touch a cup of coffee, I open up my laptop to see any kind of communication that's come through from any different lender. Having been in this industry for all these years, you would think, oh, it's easy breezy, but it's not. There's so many things that are changing every day. And in order for you to succeed in what you're doing, you really have to be knowledgeable about everything that's out there and any changes that have come through. Things that someone would never think of, like how many years of amortization, what's the maximum financing on a property, who will lend in what area, who will lend in commercial, who will lend in farm, uh, who will lend with bad credit, who will lend with, with not enough uh, income to service debts. So being on top of everything that's out there. And, and so when a client or customer calls in and is asking about a certain product that you know where to go to immediately um, so that you know, you're organized and you understand what you're doing. So it's very, very important to being on top of everything that's happening in the mortgage industry. And that's what I focus on. Having that knowledge. And I think it's key with most industries is having that, the knowledge of what's going on within the market, but not only within you know, what, what your market is, but also what's happening with the markets that, that are attached to what you do. Right. Knowing knowing what's happening with the housing market can help when it comes to, you know, helping with a mortgage, mortgage rates and things like that. But also obviously knowing what are these companies right now charging for interest rates, what's going on with the mortgage, what's happening with the Bank of Canada. All of these kind of things are, are crucial for you to be able to ensure that you're giving the best, honest and truthful information to your clients. And that's absolutely true, especially with the stress tests that the government put in. Um, it's not the same rate of qualifying for every single person. It depends on what the rate is. It depends on a whole bunch of different things. So to be able to, you know, pick up a call that's coming in and be able to answer a question rather than always constantly saying, oh, I don't know, I'll have to find out and call you back. Well, I would like to be able to provide as many answers to questions as possible. Yes, there's going to be the odd question that you don't have the answer to. But in my opinion, it's really important to get that answer back to the to the client, you know, it's an industry where there's a lot of mortgage brokers out there. <laughs> and, you know, if you're not doing your job properly, well, then you're not going to get those calls. The next person will get the call. So it's really important for me to be knowledgeable of what I do. 100%. What is one habit that has transformed your life? Well, I think there's a couple, but the one that I can think of is that I always like to deal with the most difficult file on my desk first. And the reason that I do that is that if I don't deal with that first file that is really hard to do, then I can't focus on all the rest because I'm thinking about that file all day long. So once I have that organized and it might take me, you know, half a day or whatever, and I send that off, 
then all the other files that I'm working on are easy to work on. So I make a list, I prior prioritize what has to be done immediately, what is closing first, you know, what is of importance. Uh, I find that list of priority is really important to keep me to keeping me organized in what I do on a day to day basis. It's um, eat your frog. I, I've heard that concept before, the idea that what whatever the most challenging part of your day or whatever you find, you know, is the most stressful or the most um, agonizing for you to try and do, do that first and get it out of the way. Exactly. That's how I feel on on a day to day basis all the time. <laughs> it just makes your day flow better. <laughs> Finally, if you could write a chapter in the guide to awesomeness, what would the title be? Oh, Wow. Hmm, that's a pretty good title already to start with. <laughs> How about something like work hard to achieve your dream and it will come true? I like that. And I think it stands true. I mean, we we have to put in in the effort in order to make things happen. It's not just going to fall into our lap. I appreciate you taking the time, obviously, to be here to join me today. I'd love to give you an opportunity just to share, you know, p ways that people can connect with you in order to to help better their lives. Yeah, absolutely. They can call me directly um, on my cell at 416-936-2927 or um, email me at pwarrenmortgages at gmail.com. Perfect. All right. We'll make sure to share that in our description as well. So make sure that you check that out if you missed any of those numbers. Again, Pat, thank you so much for joining me today and uh, you know, keep doing the awesome work that you're doing. And uh, I hope that we can have another conversation again soon. Thank you, Jonah. I really appreciate the opportunity to be on this podcast with you. Thank you. Be sure to follow us wherever you get your podcasts to keep up to date with the awesome people and the awesome things that we talk about. This is Jonah reminding you to be awesome today and be even more tomorrow. Have a good one, everybody.